The views and opinions expressed by contributors on the Spoon River Gothic podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the position of the host. Material heard on the Spoon River Gothic podcast is intended for adult listeners. This podcast deals with mature topics that may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Spoon River Gothic, narrative of a double homicide. I'm not sure which one it is either. Uh, I'm looking for uh, somebody who used to work with a woman named uh, uh, Donna Tompkins. Oh, I don't know who that would be, which one that would be. Sorry. (laughs) Not much help. (laughs) It would probably be somebody who's about in their 50s. Well, my daughter-in-law would be about that age, I believe. I don't think she's quite 50 yet. Oh, okay. The only Donna Tompkins I remember is, I think she was killed in a fire or something. Yep, that's her. That's the one. And um, Jennifer worked with her. Okay, yeah. I think she did, yeah. I think at Mid-America State Bank. All right. Well, I'm doing a... um uh, research for a victim justice report, and it's uh, intended to better understand who Donna and Justine Tompkins were, basically to kind of humanize them. Because when you read the, you know, court dockets, they're very impersonal. And so we're trying to put together a picture of her that is, you know, based on people who knew her, you know, and. Jennifer had a special relationship with her, and so it would really help us to kind of get a sense of, you know, who she was as a person, how she impacted other people, how her death impacted other people. Um, Did you know her? I I knew her, but yet I didn't know her. Um, I worked at um, a daycare, uh, and I think Justine was at the daycare. The little girl was at the daycare. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and I don't remember much about her. Um, <laughs> I do know that when she was just little, her head just stood up on end. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, sweet baby girl. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. What was what was the name of the daycare? Uh, TLC. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, is there anything else that you remember about it? Oh, not, not really. I mean, she was a sweet little girl, you know, but that's about, you know, that's about it. So, all right. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think where, where Donna lived when she, when Justine was at that daycare. I'm not sure exactly. I think she lived somewhere in Cuba, but I'm not sure. That's mm-hmm. where that's where the de- uh, daycare was. So, 
Do you remember hearing about the tragedy? Yeah, yeah. I remember about it. Or I heard about it. You know, I read about it. Yeah. Well, what was that like? I mean, you're you're in a small town, so it must have been devastating and shocking. Uh, yeah, really, it was. Um, I just, you know, when I first read about it, I thought, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. But no, it was. But I know they lived in Canton at that time, so. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that justice was served in that case? Well, you know, I really, I think it was, but I don't really remember. It's been so, such a long time. Yeah, I guess it, they convicted a guy named Donald Bull. and um, Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and he was um, he, he was actually convicted in uh, the death penalty, and then he was waiting yeah. for something to happen. Uh, they were looking at his case to review it. Um, potentially for clemency, and then he actually passed away in uh, prison before the yes, clemency. I remember that. Yes. Uh, like I said, I don't remember a lot about it, you know, but I do remember that. So. Yeah. Well, um, if you know, if it would be but, okay, yeah. okay for you to reach out to her, um, or you know, if you, uh, it was okay for her if I called her. I just okay. want to make it make uh, sure what it's u- u- used for and all that. You know, I sure, sure. I uh, I'm with the museum, and I just want to make sure I don't do something I'm not supposed to. So if you can send it to me, I'll be. Bowl was sent up for it. I haven't thought about that for years. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing pictures of her and cute little thing, and I remember that. Now that you said that, I uh, here's the problem between you and I. Okay, okay. Um, that case we've had a lot of cases around here, different things, but that one always scared me because um, the family of both families that was involved in that, uh, the girl baby and the, the house is still standing here in Ken. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason I never proceeded with that is that the families are all here and it scares you once in a while they have something wrong. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. It, it said it said that he was being besieged by people wanting wanting posts removed. The administrator, I don't even know. Uh, he doesn't. He's not even from Far- he's from Farmington. He doesn't ever post anything and uh, re- rarely gets involved with anything. And that's kind of what he said. He said, you know. Uh, I don't have time to deal with this, and everybody's mad, and blah, 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 so I'm going to shut it down. So I'm, you know, I don't know if that went you or, because the stuff that I post, if you you go on, they probably, like I said, 80% of what 
gets posted is me and uh but and i just i don't i just like post uh i i go to the library i get um um you know uh newspaper clippings from the past that i post and um so i mean there's not a lot there for people to get upset about okay so you you're saying you don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> so I know, I'm just trying to help him out. Uh, okay. Uh, I know well, we I, talked to you once before. Right. And you yes. gave me a lot of good information about the history. Yeah, yeah. And then I read, I don't know how, how I saw the, I don't know, what, what do you call it, the blog post or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I read that that and um I saw a lot of people that uh were mentioned in there and and uh, so uh, so are you are you guys coming out with a book? Is that it? Uh we're gonna be coming out with a podcast. Oh, okay. And like right now it's we're, you know, sifting through all of the public records that we were given through the um I had, I have a, there was, you know, I think I had mentioned to you um, when we spoke earlier that there was a couple of other notorious, um, uh, notorious crimes from from Fulton County. And one of them, one of them, one of them was a a guy who's kind of a prominent guy, just kind of disappeared. People really seem to be really interested in that because, uh, it's just kind of a disappearance. The other one, the other one, I, who which I I really don't put much effort into anymore is uh, Janice May. Yeah. Who and there was a, I got a lot of pushback from people on that about well why are you stirring this up and you know there's um, how did you feel about that? Well. I, I did, I didn't, I, you know, I, I think that a lot of them thought that I was trying to change the narrative that, uh, that Lloyd Elden Miller was, was, uh, who was, you know, acquitted by the, you know, U.S. Supreme Court that I, you know, that I was trying to take one side or the other. And mm-hmm. my whole thing was like, I'm not, I'm like, this is, this is what, this is what the facts are. You know, right. if you, right. if you can decide for yourself. Right. 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 I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to, uh, you try to be sensitive, especially there was, he, she had, I think like three brothers and I think the last one of them died. Uh, just a couple of years ago, and so you, you do try to be sensitive to um, you know people who might have some connection to it, and but you know you know my whole deal was like here I'm not taking sides and and these are just this is why I put on all the uh, I didn't post anything taking opinion all I did was post. Uh, stories through through the years because I mean it was 
for the better part of like 15 years, it was, it, when it first happened, it was a huge story nationally. And then it was a constant story for about 15 years locally. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I, I, you, I understand everybody. And some people just said, well, you shouldn't be, uh, bringing up the past. Well, but then there was also, because it was a big story, there, there was a lot of uh, interest in it. And I think, you know, some people wanted to know what, what really happened and, and why he wasn't executed. And, uh, you know, so it's not, you know, I'm, you know, my whole thing was I'm not gonna, um, you know, throw somebody under the bus, you know, uh, you know, you can decide that for yourself. Right. And I think that's exactly where we're coming from with this, um, you know, blog and podcast is there's a lot of information. We're going through it with a fine tooth comb. We're presenting it. We're trying to do it in such a way where we are not taking a, a side or an opinion. Um, and I think it's one of the things that I find most curious, especially about the community in Canton, is the people who get their feathers ruffled and why they're getting their feathers ruffled and how they're perceiving what's being said. Um, and then, you know, basically accusing, probably this is what happened to you, accusing us of being, you know, saying that taking a position right. that's contrary to, to you know, how the, the court case went or whatever, or, you know, um, presenting information that was in the police report that a lot of people don't know about, you know. Right. And so it's really about... For us, that's what that's about, um, and and I agree with you. It's it's um, it's just a matter of presenting the information. People are going to think and feel the way that they feel. We've had a couple people who've gotten extremely upset with us, and um, you know, there's nothing that can be done about that. But then there's other people. We've had a lot of um, traffic into the website, like four thousand people in the past few days. Um, we've had a lot of people interacting with, uh, our social media and sending us emails through the website that are interested, that, that are just curious, naturally wow. curious and want to think about this and, you know, want to draw their own conclusion about it. So, I mean, I don't know if that helps you. That's kind of where I see us coming from. And I can yeah. totally relate to what you said about trying to present information right. about the other murder. Well, you know, because today, today is Friday, and then uh, on Friday nights, both Dateline and 2020 do these, do like a two-hour story on exactly what your podcast is about. Everybody loves it, except when it's, you know, about their hometown, and it's about, then it's about people they know. I mean, everybody loves these kind of stories, but except when it involves their hometown and uh, you know i know that like like i said i know i knew i've known john tompkins for 50 years and yeah. uh, and like one of the one of the stories that you were talking about um was kenny there was a there was a little 
uh, part in there about Kenny Owens had dated, who was like in his 50s, had dated Donna. So, yeah, so, um, but, you know, and I, you know, um, the Tompkins, the, uh, there was, I knew that, um, you know, the John and Jay Tompkins were, I think they were uh, a year apart and they were like, almost like twins. I mean, they were very, very close. And then, um, and that, that whole family was, um, uh, kind of torn apart by, um, you know, cause, uh, George Tompkins, Ronnie Tompkins, everybody was really close. Everybody, you know, it was like one big, um, uh, family. And there's not a lot of those multi-generation farming things that it doesn't, uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I was aware of uh, a lot of that. That there was uh, a split in the family. So the separation caused a split in the family. Is that what you're saying? Well, there was that when they got into the fight. When John uh, John got into a fight with his um, um, uncle George, because you know John. I mean, John used to be really involved in the farm, family farm. Right. You know, it used to be, you know, Ron and, and George, you know, they farmed together. And uh, then John and Jay, it was all kind of one big deal. And then when John and George got into a fight, then that kind of really split things up. And uh, John, uh, I think John works at a uh, car wash now. He's not involved in um, any anything agricultural. Okay, yeah, I heard the same thing. Yeah, he was working, uh, he was, I think he was working at a factory over, uh, by Morton and, and, uh, I remember seeing him, um, at the state basketball tournament about 10 years ago. Uh, and that was the first thing that he brought up was, well, did you hear about, um, uh, the deal with my wife and, you know, which seems to be kind of an odd thing that, you know, you would say to somebody that you haven't seen in a long time. And, uh, I said, well, yeah, I, I said, well, I really felt for you to have to kind of go through all that. And, and, um, so I think that he's, I think that he's still carrying around a lot of baggage from that. Sure. So, but anyway, no, I just saw, you know, um, your, your partner, cause I have a, I have a Facebook page called Ghosts of Greenwood Cemetery where on that page I, I kind of, you know, cause there are some very interesting stories. So I, I kind of put some, uh, it's more stories about people who were buried in Greenwood and, and he sent me a message. Um, and then he, and then he said he was having issues with people on other pages deleting, um, his posts. And I don't know if he wanted, wanted to post some stuff on, you know, some of my pages, which is fine. I have no problem. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, if anybody doesn't like it, I just say scroll, scroll past it. But, um, 
But and then I saw on the, this uh, other this the big Canton page said it was going to close down, and so I didn't know if the two things were were connected or separate or or what. But I just wanted to reach out. So, do you feel like when you talk to John, do you think that he's still grief stricken or upset that he was ever even suspected potentially as a person of interest or you know i i haven't i've only seen him you know because i you know he was he, you know we were in 4-h used to see him you know every year you know during 4-h and then you know he was a couple years younger than me and then i'd see him periodically and um uh and then uh i moved to, i lived in minnesota for seven years i moved back and so um so i've only seen him a couple times but he mm-hmm. I think that, and I think that that he then remarried, and um, I have another friend who's who is in more contact. Uh, I have another friend who who hired John and worked, and John worked for him for a couple years, and um, and then I have another friend who. you know, he was the one who told me that he was working in a, in a car wash, and and uh, he said that you know John had remarried, uh, but all the it, you know he entered this other marriage. I don't know if, uh, with without having with a lot of baggage from being married to Donna and what happened, and that that always kind of shadowed their relationship. Oh, so that marriage dissolved too. Right, right. Okay. Did they have any kids? I think so. I, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure they had like a couple kids, and um, but I think that, um, and you know, a lot of times you may know somebody. You know, somebody maybe you may know somebody for a long time, but there's, there, you know, people are flawed, and they may, there may be a lot of things about people you don't really see and uh uh I never really saw that um you know there was uh all this there was several references to John's um anger and I never saw that when I knew him growing up and then you know um in the early 80s but then I've I've heard since then that uh that has been a problem for him Do you think he had anything to do with it? Or do you, let me ask you this instead of saying that, because I don't want to shine any suspicion on him. Um, Do you feel like justice was served? Do you feel like they got the right guy? Uh, You know, I haven't really looked into it. That's why I was kind of, you know, curious, because I I hadn't really looked into it that much. Um, I I, I don't think that, it's one thing to kill your wife, or your spouse, which right. happens all the time. It's another thing to kill your kid, and I, yeah. I so that's I don't think that uh, you know people kill their spouse all the time and fits of anger. I mean that's one thing. I think it's a, it's a total other to kill your kid, and right. so I, I don't think that. But yeah, I think because um, I think that my my friend David. 
who also knows has known John as long as I have, and uh, they, you know, uh, were involved in farming and stuff, and used to see him regularly. He said that the the thing at the car wash really kind of fits him because, uh, you know, he kind of just does his thing and and uh, uh, doesn't have to interact with people and but and uh, so uh i've always, you know like i said i always like i always really really liked him but mm-hmm. um you know uh knew his aunt aunt Nailene and and um so you know i mean at the end of the day it's tragedy you know yeah. for everybody you know so. and how do you recover from that how do you ever recover from that especially when i mean you think about any kind of you know uh, investigation of a murder, they're always going to look at the people closest, the one who is murdered. And so if you don't have a very strong, um, very strong self-esteem and you go through that, you, you're you just going through a separation. I mean, I can't imagine what that would do to, to a, a human being, you know, being put through that and then losing your daughter. I mean... I just well, can't imagine. And then I think he lost kind of his, when the whole family farming thing kind of blew up, he kind of lost his whole family support yes. system and, and um, you know, and and everybody, uh, you know, I, I used to have a drinking problem and, and I went, you know, got some Would it be okay if I used made a big difference for me and I think a lot of times people maybe are there they don't know how to go out and and uh reach out for help and and I think they he probably needed some sort of um some, no no I I you know I I you know like I said I understand why very good point right yeah I think that happens a lot Right. If you can't, yeah, if you're, you know, falling apart and you can't ask for help, I think that that takes you to a, a lot of times it'll take a person to a whole new bottom. Right. Because I think that a lot of the frustration, a lot of the, is just because he didn't resolve a lot of the issues. Uh, And I'm sure that even before she died, I'm sure that he felt, because he was, I mean, like I said, uh, um, I always liked him, thought he was a good guy, and I'm sure that he felt kind of like a d- disappointment because, you know, your marriage is falling apart and, you know, your your daughter's going to have to grow up um, in a broken family. I'm sure that there was a lot of, um, um, you know, he felt a lot of guilt even before yeah. she died, so, um, mm-hmm. you know, so of this interview or yeah no that's fine I don't, I don't think I I don't think I threw anybody under the bus or say said anything that you know yeah no it's fine okay but you know like I said it was a big story I'm sure that there's you know some I didn't know the Donald Bull uh, I do you know at all so I don't really have any, um, any, anything there, so. Right. Well, he wasn't, you know, 
he wasn't the greatest person in the world. Uh, he did some really bad things. And so I don't think we're ever taking the position that he was, you know, a saint and that he was wrongfully accused. We're not saying that. Um, but we are trying to kind of take a, you know, dive into all the different aspects of the situation and the community and how the, even how the community is act, uh, reacting some people now. You know, we have people on different sides of the fence. Like, why are you bothering with this? That's one point of view. And I think that's part of the story, too. Um, So, yeah. Didn't you have surgery on your knee or something? Here's what happened. Uh, I, cause it's been a while since we talked. I had knee surgery and then I had, uh, an accident where <gasps> I tore open all the stitches yes. from my surgery and it got infected and I am been in a, uh, a, you know, whatever you, it's a nursing home or whatever you extended. Rehab, yeah. Re- right. So I've been in there since um, the week of Thanksgiving. So. Oh, my word. So hopefully I'll be out. Oh, you poor thing. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> dreadful. Well, yeah. It, it, well, it really kind of shocked me because when it started bleeding and because I went, I ripped, ripped it in. <laughs> I thought I was going to faint, you know. But, uh, but, you know, it's getting better and hopefully I'll be home in a week or so, so. Oh, yeah, good luck. I hope so. He was born by the roadside in a broken down carriage. Came into life on the run. Found on the doorstep. Of a nearby orphanage, no one saw, no one Spoon River Gothic is a production of Lone Bird Media in association with CZ Studio and Radio Verite. The show is produced by August Olson, editing, directing, and producing by Corey Zimmerman, audio mastering and engineering by E. Mastered. Research is done by Anne-Marie Cannon, Chelsea Mesa, and me, Jinra Illustrisimo. Spoon River Gothic is written and hosted by Corey Zimmerman. You can follow the show at czstudio.works and read the blog at spoonrivergothic.com. Show some love by leaving us a rating or review on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for the next episode as we dive deeper into the Donald Bull case. Thank you for listening. This is Spoon River Gothic, narrative of a double homicide.